like here's here's the thing. Reviews are awesome if you are aligning yourself with your mission and your core values. If you're here for the patients and you're providing an excellent type of care and the high quality service, then when you ask for that review, they're going to give you all they're doing on a review is giving their perception of their experience that they had. So everything else has to be on point for us to get that five-star review. That review means nothing if we're not hitting on all, you know, all cylinders that we're supposed to be on and really making sure that we're taking the time, we're listening to patients, we're not screwing up their appointment time, we are educating the patients. Welcome to Boolean Review Podcast, where the highest rated dentists in the country tell us exactly how they do it. Hello everyone, my name is Chris Kiefer, the host, and today I'm here to share with you guys a conversation that I had with Deanna Buckley, the office manager, and Dr. Justin Kirch of Sossaman Dental Health and Implant Center in Arizona. Um, they have been using Boolean for um, about seven months now. They're averaging about 13 reviews per month in that time that they've been using it across Google, Yelp, and Facebook. And this is the conversation um, of um, them telling us exactly how they do it and, um, and what works and what doesn't work and, and how they're able to maintain such a high quantity of reviews month after month. So um, I guess my first question, and this can be for either Deanna or Dr. Kirch, but what, um, I, what has surprised you most since using the software? Um, I don't know about surprises. I guess the the response rate has been uh, better than expected. And when you say the response, are you talking about like the conversion rate or when you're actually asking yeah, people you're yeah, surprised at how excited as, uh, you are? Yeah, we make it a point to ask for the reviews, but obviously it's outside of our control. Right, right. I would say if the question, the answer to your question would be, how easy the process is with the software. So something that would be surprising is that it always goes through, it, go, it goes directly to that link. It's very user-friendly for the patient to go on, click that link, and then to leave us a review. We haven't had any patients that have called back or had any problems with going forward and leaving a review, even for our elderly patients. Oh, wow, that's cool. Um, and so have you had patients say, like, or have you witnessed them say, oh, my gosh, this was very easy or that was faster than I thought? Uh, for our age demographic, we have some patients that will ask them if they would please, you know, leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. And they go, okay, well, can you write it down for me? Because they're just not very computer friendly or, like, computer savvy. So for them to be able to, for us to hand them the iPad, and then be able to answer their personal questions on where they want that review to go, and then be able to do it. We haven't had any complaints, but we haven't had anybody, you know, really say, wow, that was really easy. But more on the complaint side is what we're looking for is that they didn't have any problems because our average uh, age demographic is going to be, like, closer to, like, 60s, 70s, 80s. Gotcha. Um, and then the other question that I get asked all the time uh, the one thing that's different about Boolean and other softwares is that we intentionally 
are not having it be autom like fully automated where it's just tied into like your reminder software. What are your guys' like has your opinion on that decision changed over time or, or what are your thoughts on that? I mean I like that we can put in our own verbiage, but I think it really does come down to the way that we're asking to let them know that it's not automated, that we're the way that our verbiage is is that we would really appreciate if they would write their personal experience so other patients as themselves that are very anxiety-driven, fear of the dental office, that maybe if they heard their word, that they would feel more comfortable making that, initiating that new patient appointment. So I don't always think that it comes down to what we write as automated or non-automated, but they know that they are being picked out personally to help mm -hmm. us um, grow the practice. Oh, that's very cool. We use it in the office. We can fill it out in the operatory on an iPad. Yeah. That's probably the Oh, and so you guys pull up that little form so that they can just yep. type in their own name? Nice. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and have you done that the entire time? If you put anything time? down incorrectly on their new patient paperwork, it would... It doesn't matter how great we ask or that we're actually doing the motions if it's not getting to them anyways. So we make sure that it takes out human error on our side, that if we had it written down in the, you know, in the software, in the computer incorrectly, that they're actually the ones doing it. Or what if we had an incorrect email address or they just created an email yesterday that they want to use. So we give them the responsibility of typing in where they want it to be sent and how they want to um, write the review. That's awesome. And then, um, uh, and did you, I, I maybe you, you, you already said this, but I missed this. Did you, have you done it on the iPad from day one or is that something that you tried and then liked a lot better? Um, we always knew that that was the way that we were going. So we had an iPad, I think, the next week after us talking to you. So. Okay, cool. And then, um, um, What what would be your advice to an office that's just starting? Um, what's like, has there been any like critical shifts or mindset um, uh, in trying to get the staff to adopt or start doing this? What, what have, what's been like the, the one, two or three keys to success for you guys? Uh, be consistent. So that's the first one. Always making sure that it's just a non-negotiable. So when we have a good experience and we had someone that write an, you know, wrote an excellent review, then the next morning we have a morning meeting about it and we say, you know, from the very first phone call, you know, they didn't have to repeat themselves. We had their insurance right. We gave them the experience that we know is world-class dentistry. And in doing so, this is the experience that they had. And we're not going to get all those things unless we're consistent. We're consistent in asking. We're consistent in we're consistent in giving great dentistry and quality of care. So if we're going to do all those things correctly, then we need to be asking for the reviews correctly and not being like, oh, I'll see this patient this time, but possibly not next time. Would you do that in dentistry? No. So mm -hmm. if you're going to see them correctly, you're going to give anesthetic correctly, you're going to provide treatment correctly, then we're going to ask for reviews correctly, and it's a non-negotiable. That's awesome. And we mm -hmm. also put it into our monthly goals. So it's now been incorporated that we'll do something really fun for the office, and that could be, 
you know, taking everyone go-kart racing, or we met our monthly goals last month, so we're going to do an escape the room as a team building together and then all going out for dinner with, you know, their families. Um, but the only way that we can get there is by getting 15 reviews a month along with our collection goal and our new patient goal. But if we don't hit all three of those, then we don't get to do something fun as an office. So it's something that is always that we're always striving for and we're talking for in the huddle. Oh, nice. Okay. How did you guys come up with that number of 15 reviews per month? Um, just with our new patient goal that, you know, it can be higher during the winter, but during summer and it being a little bit slower and only averaging about 20 to 25 maybe new patients a month, 15 was a realistic goal. Okay. And then the other question I had is uh, your some, one of the things that we've had a lot of people say is um, it's kind of the, I guess, I feel like they're excluding themselves or looking for all the reasons that they can't get a certain number. How many patients do you see on average per day? Um, I could say probably it definitely changes for us because we see a lot of winter visitors during the winter. So I would say on a winter month, we would like to be at 50 new patients. Um, with summer, we're, you know, we'd like to be at 30. But with hygiene, we see about eight patients a day, but we work about maybe three to four days a week, just depending on the overflow, because this office was only open three days a week, and we've now opened it to four days a week. So, I mean, it just really depends. Oh, wow. So, that's, a, I mean, you guys used to only be open three days a week. So, with those numbers that I mentioned, the uh, you guys were sending out about 55 requests per month. That is coming down to, what, 12 actual, maybe 13 or 14 actual working days? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Um, and and actually, I guess the other thing would be with you guys are averaging about one new review for every day that you're open. Yeah, see, our and goal the, is two reviews a day for the days that we're open because it's non-negotiable. We have to hit 15 reviews, but if we're only open 14 days, you know, right. or, you know, if we're open four days a week that month, so we have, you know, let's just say 16 working days. If doctor doesn't have to take a day off or there's no holidays or yada, yada, then you have to average at least, yes, one a day. But we like to say we have one assistant and one hygienist here. So now we're... I want them asking for 10 a week no matter what. We have two assistants now and one hygienist. So I don't see how it wouldn't be something that we could ask for 10 a week. And we would like to average at least two reviews a day. Nice. Okay. And that's the other thing I was going to ask you is do you um, – it sounds like you have a very structured process to get to that consistency. So mm -hmm. – um, who is the employee, like which person is in charge of asking for the review? Is that the assistant or the hygienist or both? It is everybody that's in the back office. So the way that we do it for the hygienist is she'll radio for the doctor about five minutes before she's ready for an exam. And at that point, she's making the appointment. She might be flossing. She is just chatting with the patient, waiting for doctor to come into the room. So at that point, her verbiage is, you know, I really appreciate, I just really enjoyed our time today. I'm glad that I was able to take care of you. 
do you mind if I send you a link for a review? Um, you know, we would just really appreciate your words that hopefully will, you know, resonate with another patient that, you know, gives them the courage to come in or, you know, however the case may be. We're just building mm -hmm. up the office. We're building up our clientele. We would really love your words on the experience that you had today. And then mm -hmm. we hand them the iPad. That's awesome. And have you, the? and this would be maybe for Dr. Kirch or you, in general, uh, you guys started at 10 Google reviews and now you're at well, 7 or maybe it was 11 and now you're at 75. Um, yep. Have you, do you feel like you're getting patients or have you gotten new patients that specifically call out like I was impressed by your reviews? Has anyone said yep. that yet? Yep, absolutely. We have that uh, all the time. And it's it's definitely been noticeably higher since starting to focus on. Oh, they'll tell you. I had a patient last week that said, "I'm looking for dental work for my dad," and he was a larger case as well. So it wasn't just you know a, a fillings case. He had a lot of dental needs, and he's a Spanish speaker, so couldn't make his appointment on his own. And his children finally were like, well, "You know, we need to do something." But they didn't know any dentists in the Mesa area. So when she was Googling, she specifically told me there was either a dentist office that had great reviews, but they were very limited, very small reviews, not very many of them. Or there were dental offices that had hundreds of reviews, but they weren't very great and they were very spotty. And she goes, but yours fell right in the middle. You had a lot of reviews and all really high marks. And that is mm -hmm. the reason why I brought my dad here. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that that's the, it's just the balance of quantity and quality. Um, yep. and sometimes have you, uh, have you initially was there, we have a lot of people, um, people, our dentists ask us, so what about bad reviews? What happens if I get a bad review? And they always want us to like take it off or, you know, something which we can't do. I respond, how do you guys, so how do you, you do that? If you look at the um, reviews that we've gotten, I respond to, I believe, like 98% of them. So I thank everyone um, for their kind words. I, you know, will always bring up something in that response of a conversation that we had to make it more personable. Um, I always will wish them a happy birthday, happy holiday, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, we haven't had any negative reviews yet, but I would to that one too and just say you know I'm really sorry for the experience that you had or any miscommunication we would to um, you know work on that for you please come in again for you know a complimentary cleaning or a, you know let's go over that treatment plan again I would never want you to feel like our heart is not here for your best interest you know whatever we need to do to make it better you know please let me know and please reach out to me hmm, that's awesome um, yeah, you actually haven't, you had one, one star review back a year ago before Boolean, but it looks like ever since using it, the worst one has been a three star. Um, yeah. And all the other ones have been five. Yep. Yep. We're going to take a quick break to uh, tell you about our sponsor, Sky Media. Uh, their website is skeye.media. They are an endodontic and oral surgery marketing and advertising company. They understand endodontists and oral surgeons better than any marketing company out there. That is their niche and their focus. So if you're an endodontist or an oral surgeon, please check out sky.media.
Is there any other comments or thoughts on just reviews in general um, that you have? Um, it works out really easy for us. This is what we were looking for when we, you know, first spoke on the phone. So we already knew that it was something that we were going to be successful at. So I would probably say the only thing for other people that maybe don't see the same results that we do, just just like anything else, um, make goals. Follow up on those goals. You guys give weekly um, to show, like, where you were for the week, who asked, like, you know, if things have gone down, if things have gone up. Just really making sure that you're looking at it just as much as you look at your company's numbers, your profit and losses, your end of days, your collections, you know, whatever it is. If it's something that you want to be successful, you have to look at it hold everyone accountable for it. Mm. And that actually reminds me, you, you mentioned uh, that when you get a review, you talk about it. I'm assuming you do like a morning huddle for 10 minutes or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah. So what – what is the you're you're saying like oh John just gave us a five star review and this is what he said and then do you um, recap yeah. like how did this experience go with John and who talked to him first and just like just to solidify what was good about that or expand upon yeah that? for an example this last morning meeting we showed a clip of do you ever watch that show Hard Knocks I have not seen that no. Okay, so every year for the preseason, they take one football team and they follow them through tryouts, through their preseason games, to cuts, to, you know, who actually made the roster, right? Hmm. So there was a statistic on there. So this the NFL for the head coach for the Browns is the one that they're highlighting for this show. on. I, I think it's like HBO, one of these shows. Um to go through this whole experience, and these people are the best of the best. So he was talking to them about, like, you can't tell me this is where you want to be, who you are, because they videotaped everything. They're like, this is you. This is how you perform. This is how you play. Like, we're looking for excellence. Like, this is the experience. You have to push hard. You have to commit. Not every day is going to be an easy day. Like, you are elite, and this is what we're driving for. Like, this is our mission. These are our goals. And resignated that you could use this head coach for our practice as well. Like, you need commitment. You need perseverance. You need to know that, you know, not every day you're going to wake up and have the most energy in the world, but it doesn't mean that those patients aren't going to be treated with the most highest experience and quality of care that we're looking for every single day. It's a non-negotiable. So mm. after we played this clip, then we also then said, you know, this patient came in and they had this really great experience because yada, 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 yada. And because we hit on all cylinders, this is the review that they put. These are their words because this is their perception of our office. So now if we can do that with every single patient, this is what we're striving for. Mm, that's awesome. Like, here's, here's the thing. Reviews are awesome if you are aligning yourself with your mission and your core values. If you're here for the patients and you're providing an excellent type of care and the high-quality service, then when you ask for that review, they're going to give you – all they're doing on a review is giving their perception of their experience that they had. So everything else has to be on point for us to get that five-star review. That review means nothing if we're not hitting on all 
you know, all cylinders that are supposed to be on and really making sure that we're taking the time, we're listening to patients, we're not screwing up their appointment time, we are educating the patients that they don't get extra bills from us for, you know, because we didn't do things correctly. All of those things, the hard work has to be done first because the easy part is asking for the reveal. That should be easy, but not screwing up a filling, not, you know, them having pain with a root canal, you know, educating patients on what they're going to feel with, you know, extractions or what a deep cleaning is. All of those things can be, you know, making sure that when we're giving them a treatment plan for a bridge that they, you know, don't have a missing tooth clause. All of those little things are the important part. Saying, hey, will you please write down your experience for us? We would really appreciate it is the most easiest part out of our day. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what would your response be to a doctor that says, um, I don't, I feel, I feel awkward or like it's not um, our place to be soliciting reviews because it, it makes me feel like we're desperate. I would say that you, when talking about the patient came in and felt uncomfortable or nervous or angry when you're going over treatment plan, would you not present a treatment plan because you felt uncomfortable? Because you're soliciting work. You're saying, you need this work done and you're going to have to pay me this much if you want me to do that work. That's solicitation. But do you feel uncomfortable doing your job every day? Mm. Probably not. So asking for the review is not a solicitation. It's there your own insecurities and your own uncomfortableness projecting onto the patients. Because I have an assistant that's like that right now, that we are overcoming that fear. So every time she's in the room, she does not ask for the review because she says, oh, well, they didn't go forward with treatment, so I thought that they weren't happy. Or, mm -hmm. oh, they, are, they come from California. They get really low fees. They're not going to go forward with treatment. Or it was just a consult. I felt uncomfortable. But mm -hmm. as you're talking to those patients, that same patient that she didn't ask for the review that had California fees and were a lot lower than ours, we provided her a service. We educated her. We're never biased. She called back and she did her treatment yesterday, even though our fees mm -hmm. were higher. Right. And right. I asked her for the review and she said, you guys are wonderful. Like, I'd love to give you guys a review. So I would say you just have to break down that barrier of your own insecurities and your own uncomfortableness because people love to be acknowledged. People love to be celebrated. So you're celebrating with the patient like, gosh, I'm so happy that I got to take care of you today and I'd really love for other people to be able to hear your words on your experience today. It mm. makes them feel special. It makes them feel acknowledged. And they would love to show their great experience with the rest of the world. That's awesome. Everything is social media now. People will take pictures of their teeth. They'll take pictures of when they're in the hair salon. They take pictures of their nails. They take pictures when they're in different hotels. You know, people love to show off fun things that they're doing, and this is just another one way that you get to celebrate with a patient. That is awesome. The, you guys are doing a fantastic job, and I really, really appreciate um, everything that you've shared. And to be honest, my... I didn't think I had, we haven't done this yet, but you're just so well-spoken. I really feel like I want to put this on like a podcast or something and start doing this with other offices as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always here to help other people, you know, so I've been doing this a long time and I hope that maybe if there's at least one thing that 
someone else goes, oh, you know, how many times do you hear something in a day and then you're like, oh, that's interesting or, you know, I didn't know that or maybe I'll try that. If there's one thing that someone can take out of that and go, okay, I'll try it for 30 days. Because you always want to try something for, you know, at least 30 days to where you right. are and where you can be. Then, you know, hopefully it's something so easy to someone that they go, okay, you know, she said it, I'll try it for 30 days and see if that works. And being consistent with it, I don't see how anyone could fail. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, Deanna. And there you have it, guys. This was the conversation that started this whole podcast. Hopefully this was helpful. Please uh, reach out to us, send us an email, um, visit our website, uh, let us know how we can help you better. Um, how long do you want the episodes? What do you want us to talk about? Is there a particular office that you want us to reach out to? Are you interested in being interviewed? We are creating this to provide as much value to dental offices as we can. Um, and in particular, focusing on getting those reviews because we know that they're a very hot topic um, and a very influential factor in getting new business and new patients. So please reach out to us. Our website is BooleanReview.com. And uh, you can send an email to info at BooleanReview.com. Or you can send an email directly to me, Chris at BooleanReview.com. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode. Welcome to Boolean Review Podcast, where the highest rated dentists in the country tell us exactly how they do it. <laughs>